Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. This is Michael Campo, and you're listening to the I Choose series podcast. In this next episode, Eddie, the star of I Choose Hope, the pilot for the entire I Choose series cinematic shorts, uh, decided that he wanted to interview me for a little bit and talk about I Choose and uh, why we got this thing started. And it's a really, really interesting uh, conversation that Eddie and I share. Super, super vulnerable. We don't hold anything back, as always. Keeping it raw, keeping it real. Um, and yeah, I hope that you guys get something out of it. We'd love to hear your comments. Again, guys, you could follow us on at I Choose Series, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, our podcast now on iTunes and Podbean. And we actually just started a Patreon page. So if you're not supporting us yet on Patreon, man, we would we would love for you to consider that because you know, through this I Choose series, we believe we can actually build an entire community and produce a ton more content. So if that's something you're into, uh, check us out. Uh, again, it's I Choose series. Thanks so much for tuning in. But this is your passion project, am I not right? It is. It is my most passionate project. About okay, that. so what what about this project made you feel compelled to to want to do this? Where What was it inside of you? What kind of choices have you had to make in your life that was like, you know, everybody has a choice. And what made you want to share that with everybody? What is it inside of you that made you want to do this? And what made you want to push this? Hmm. Um, I think I was, from time to time, just like everybody else, I, I, go, I go a little, uh, I get a little crazy, man. And I was getting a little mental. And I really was at a, at a place in my life where I needed a reminder that um that like happiness and love and all of these things that we see in the movies that we hear about on the radio that we watch on television you know is not just it's not just a feeling it's an it's a conscious decision it's a choice you know that we can make and it is not the job or responsibility for other human beings or our environment to make us happy or loved or whatever. I mean, if that happens, then great. But it's not anyone's responsibility to make me happy. You know, my happiness is a choice that comes from within. And I can choose today to be happy or not, depend, no matter what's going on in my day. And that's real, you know. Um, and I think that, you know, it, we're at a place where we, there's a lot of people in the world that live on, you know, feelings. And for me, it was very empowering to be reminded that like happiness and joy, um, forgiveness, love, these are all choices that we can make every single day or not. Okay. So if you had to choose your own hashtag, so, you know, you did a video on me and my hashtag was hashtag I choose hope. Mm. What's Mike's hashtag? Mm. Um, you know, I would say that from time to time, my hashtag changes, you know, I would Everybody say that, does. yeah, and, and I believe that's growth. That's what it is. You know, it's, it's really about, it's about growing. It's about, you know, people get stuck in an identity and they feel that they have to live within that identity, mm. right? Like Batman yeah. can never be Superman. He's just Batman. He's always going to be Batman, right? But I believe that true growth is a constant change. And so I would say that my hashtags have changed throughout my life for for many different, um, you know, many different times throughout my life, my hashtags have changed quite a bit. And so yours, so yours would probably be hashtag I choose growth. 
Mine would be I choose growth. Yeah. That's interesting. That's, that's really, no, that's great. That's inspiring just to hear that. I mean, just from my own personal experience, like that's what really does happen. We, we become something that we think that we can't change, that we cannot change ourselves, that we cannot grow and we can't get out of this certain stages that we're in. But I mean, just the way you just said it right there, just, I mean, there's so much power and inspiration in that alone. Yeah, man. I mean, look, we starts off when we're young, right? And we identify as whatever we identify as, right? Child, this, that, the other thing. As we get older, especially when we start going into high school, we go, you know, go through puberty, right? You're getting, you're growing up and you begin to identify based on your environment, the kids that you hang out with, the music that you listen to. And all of that is reflected in, you know, how you speak, how you look, you start to take on an identity. And but what happens if you don't like that identity anymore? What if you realize that, you know what? I chose this and that was cool for a little bit, but I think I'm, I think I'm changing. I think I want more. I think I'm better than this. You know, if you're stuck wow. in the mentality that, you know, you need to be this because you put on the costume, people have to know, like, you can make a choice and change the costume. It's okay. I think your environment really affects your identity. A lot. I know for me, what you know, I I I I lived with that identity of being a drug addict, scum, scumbag, or whatever I was back then when I was out there using and everything. And the people I was around, like, really affected who I was and in the places that I was. It wasn't until I took myself out of those environments and tried to start fresh that I was able to become a new me and to really grow and change. I mean, in my experience, that's how my, honestly, my identity did change by changing the environment that I was in, the people I was with. Yeah. I mean, they say, they say that, you know, the, the few people that you surround yourself with the most is the people that you're going to become. Because yeah. it's, so, it's so true, you know. For those people who are just tuning in right now, uh, we're sitting here talking with Eddie, uh, who is the lead of the I Choose Hope uh, short that we put up on Facebook and, and we kind of switched the roles tonight. Eddie's interviewing me, asking me some questions as we had our special guest for the night, had, uh, had an emergency and had a reschedule. So keep going, Eddie. We're talking about growth. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what, what are some of the toughest things that you've gone through in your life that have, that has led you to the person that you've become, where have you had to find the most growth? In what situations? Um, I think that I'll speak for where, where I'm at, like in the last year or so. How's that? Is that sure? Cool? All right. So I think that, you know, I think that I was in a position where I was aiming for a particular place that I wanted to be. I was aiming for this place that I wanted to be. And then I started to make sacrifices on who I was to basically to get where I wanted to be. And over time, that really started to wear on my mind. It started to wear on my heart. It started to wear on my soul. And I found myself in situations where I didn't speak up for things that I believed in. And I fell silent on things that I should have spoke up about. I, um, I didn't say no when I should have said no. I didn't say yes when I knew the right answer was yes. And over time, 
what happened to me is that all of those opposing forces um, gained in strength and I started to slowly but surely lose who I was. And at some point I got to a place where I felt very confused and I, I wound up asking myself, like, I don't even know what I believe in right now. I don't know because the things that I was so confident about, the things that I was so sure of um, had slowly started to fade away. Uh, and I was losing pieces of myself. And it was then that I knew that in order to get back on track, I needed to change my aim. I was taking a look at what it was that I was aiming for and what I was aiming at. And over time, realizing that it had changed, I had to shift my, I had to shift my sights to something else, you know? And so recently, I would say within the last six months, last, you know, eight months, I've really shifted my aim to get back to the basics of who I am. And from that, I believe that I've gained so much more confidence and so much more freedom and so much more of an understanding of my own individual purpose. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's crazy, you know, we, we all only have so much time on this earth. And I don't think we really look at it like that. To actually feel mortal yeah. is almost unnatural. It's almost like our brains, like the fact that one day we are going to go, that we are going to die. The people that we love, everything around us is going to go away. Yeah. That, that's going to happen. But what's, what's crazy is that our brains are almost programmed to not even look at it. We almost feel immortal. And... um yeah. It's not until somebody that, you know, close to you passes away where you just all of a sudden you feel mortal again, that, that this life isn't forever. And, and all of a sudden you start making the most of it and doing everything you can to have purpose and to be, you know, make your stamp and be around those people that you love and do something in life that really matters. Um, I think that's what I struggle with the most is just keeping that in the forefront of my mind that like, we're not here forever. So like whatever I'm doing today needs to matter. Um, where do you get your inspiration, you know, for those kind of things to, for the, you know, these kind of projects and everything, what led you to, you know, make that decision when you were going through that mm. to start doing this? Man, you know, I feel like if, if anyone out there is, you know, familiar with like my past work, um, everything that I've had an opportunity to be a part of has been all inspirational content that asks or that begs the question of the meaning and purpose of life. And I think that that's something that's just inside of me is that as an artist, as a filmmaker, as a, as a husband, as a father, like all, all that I am, like, I want to understand my purpose and I want to understand, like, I just want to have an under, I want to have a greater understanding, you know, and I want to be able to contribute. I know that like, I know that the world sucks because I live in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not like, I'm not like, um, like I'm not watching it happen. I'm living it too. You know, like I'm, I'm listening to the stories of people who are reaching out to me through this, I choose platform. I'm listening to the people that, I've had an opportunity to interview for the last 12 weeks um, and I'm listening to other people who, I don't know. I mean, because of all of this that we're doing with I choose, even in my personal life, 
people are reaching out and, and opening up and sharing. And so I know that the world sucks because I live in it. Now, what am I going to do about it? Hmm. That's the question. If I believe the world sucks and I sit there and say, man, that sucks. Then, um, then, you know, which side am I on? Am I contributing to, you know, it's sucking or do I get an opportunity to contribute to, to being better? And you know what? I'm choosing to make it to make it a little bit better. I'm choosing to use this platform that we're building together to give anyone and everyone, I don't even screen people, you know, we give anyone and everyone an opportunity who's brave enough, who wants to get up here and tell their story live to people to share what's going on in their lives and to share how they've overcome the challenges. And you know what yeah. I'm seeing? I'm seeing that growth that we were talking about like two minutes ago, start to spread. People want to grow. People want to change. People want to be better. People want to be good and people want to do good. The problem is, is that the world keeps telling everybody that they suck. That's the lie. You gotta, you gotta get past the lie. If it's not the world telling us that we suck, it's ourselves telling us that we suck. Yeah, but where are those voices coming from? You know, you're not self-destructive. You know, those voices are either coming from a parent or a friend or an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent or a cousin or somebody who shit on you. That's basically it. There are people out there who are so miserable with themselves that they don't know how to tell people like, hey, you're doing a good job. They just don't know. You know, you got you to gotta understand that. Like people... Hmm. look people want to do good and i think that most people have the best intentions but the squeaky wheel gets the oil and sometimes all we hear is the negative shit so yeah. the i choose platform is a place where we can talk about positive stuff and bring you know bring bring people to a place where like you know we can support one another you know and it really is like the i choose series is not about telling you anything it's about asking you who you are. Hmm. That's the difference. You know, like with people, like when I see people that send me pictures of wearing like an I choose hat or wearing an I choose hope t-shirt or an I choose me or an I choose life t-shirt or whatever, you know, if people buy something from us and they're rocking that to me, they're making a statement that like they're in charge of their life. They're making active decisions. They understand the power that they have and um and they're executing on it you know and that's very dangerous and you know what i'd rather be i'd rather be like i don't want to be weak I, i'd rather be dangerous with controlled with voluntary control hey you're a dangerous man <laughs> i think you that's are. being gangster be that's that's what that's what <laughs> men need to be that's what women need to be we need to be conscious of our own power but voluntarily in control. Yeah. Yeah. You got me. See, you got me on fire, man. <laughs> I love it. So you know what my biggest. Got... Yeah. Go what do you got go. for questions? Well, I just All wanted right. to talk a little bit. You know, I wanted to dive a little bit more deeply into self. So, and and in my experience, you know, the power of unselfishness and and the power of you know, negative power of self-centeredness. Mm. Um, I think we live in a real self-centered society. 
I think that's really the root of all our problems is our selfishness. Mm. Wait, you before know, you go was... any further, enough time has passed. We got some new people. Give a shout out. Tell them what's up since you're hosting tonight. All right, guys. So we had to pivot tonight. So tonight I'm hosting the I Choose series. What episode is this? 13. Episode 13. We have Michael Campo, director of the hashtag I Choose series, and we're interviewing him tonight for a change. So, um, yeah, really good stuff. Really good stuff. There'll be a replay. You'll be able to watch that. So Do a rebroadcast. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, tell us uh, – I mean, what are we talking about over here lately? What, what have we been talking about, Mike? So we've been talking about growth. We've been talking about, you know, how this whole I Choose thing got started, why we're doing it. Um, and you know, you're just, you're, you're a dynamite host, I have to say. And you got me on fire right now. My heart's on just fire. winging it. Just winging it. So listen, wait, before, before we go any further, I got to read some of these comments here. We've got sure. Bethany saying, good point. I feel, I feel like my personality changes a bit based on who I'm hanging out with. Not as though I'm trying to be or act like them, but more as that I can be more comfortable, which makes them feel comfortable. Super interesting. Mm. Um, we've got this man here is inspiring. Hope he's talking about you or me because it's a win. Either one's either a win. Um, either way is a win. We got that's true. All the naysayers always look for the light within the dark. A light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Man, that's Melissa. She was on our Instagram live last night. She was incredible. She ended it with that, and um, I've been thinking about that a lot. Thanks, Melissa, for tuning in. Then we've got Kim here saying, I choose beauty in the truth. Um, we've got Marsha, have had two failed marriages. My second ex deserted me and my children. I chose to not stay, knock, excuse me, knocked down. I commend you. It's always interesting the way people, it's not, that's it. Just always interesting the way people. Um, we've got, look when they oh it's always interesting when people look when they think they know what's happened interesting here all right cool so keep going eddie what's your next question for me because you said you wanted to go deeper i said oh snap all right how deep can we go um all right so i mean where do you seek growth today where where do you go to find it if you if somebody's looking to grow how does Mike find his growth? Well, I think, so for me, I, um, you know this because, you know, we're friends, but I, I'm a faith guy. Mm -hmm. And so for me, uh, you know, at the risk of, you know, going all out and preaching to the choir or <laughs> preaching it, I would say that um, for me as, as a faith guy, like the greatest, the greatest example of love is looking at the cross because what is represented there is death and love coming together at the crux point of history. So that's why it's so, that's why I get so passionate. That's why, that's why I, um, you know, my faith is, is what it is because for me to understand love, you have to look at the cross because what is that saying to me? that says that love is sacrifice. And when I think about love within my marriage, within my family, within my friends, to say you love somebody 
is really saying that you're willing to sacrifice for them, that you're willing to go all out um, for them. And, you know, people throw the word around all, all the time. You know, I love this. I love that. I love so-and-so. Um, but the true meaning of love to me is sacrifice. And so understanding love, understanding sacrifice, um, where do I find my growth? Right. How do I how do I stay inspired, which is the question that you're asking me. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I'm not inspired all the time, man. Today, I was like not inspired at all. I was really, really struggling with, with some things. And um, I try to, you know, surround myself with good people and I'm getting better. You know, when I notice when I feel that darkness creeping in, I try my best and um, and I try to get it out right away. I try to, that poison that's coming in, I try to get that poison out right away by talking with friends, talking with my wife, um, sharing, sharing what's going on in my life. I feel like whenever you feel that darkness coming, you've got to get that poison out as soon as possible because the yeah. longer it stays in, the more it festers and the deeper that wound becomes. Yeah. You know? Yep. And sometimes it's just bullshit. Which brings right? me right. Yeah. Most of the time it is. Most of the time it is. The things that can go go on in here is is insane. The things that we can wrap up in our minds and convince ourselves of. And that brings me right back to like where self is the real problem. Like I know for me, like I'm my own worst enemy. Yeah. If I'm in here too long or yeah. if I'm too selfish, if I'm yeah. starting to think about myself, yeah. things are not going to go well. It's not until I start being unselfish and being selfless that I feel really that much better. I mean, in my program, you know, we learn to help other people. And um, when I was in rehab, here I was, I was, uh, you know, maybe a week, a week in, and I'm in this rehab and dude, I'm just an absolute mess. I probably couldn't, at that point, I didn't think I could help anybody, but there were new guys coming in and I could literally just grab their hands and be like, let me show you around. Let me, let me, let me show you you know, around the, around the facility. Let me try and help you. And, um, they just needed somebody at that point. And here I am a week into it and I'm able to help this person. I think that's where I was like, wow, this makes me feel better. Helping somebody else makes me feel better because it got me out of self. Yeah. It got me out of, you know, what goes on in my head. Yeah. You know, I think that what you're touching on here is so valuable and so important for anyone who's listening. Now's time to hit that like and love button because if you can overcome yourself, you can overcome anything. Mm-hmm. You know, let me tell you something. You take a look at throughout history. You've got dictators, you've got kings, you've got all these people who've come on, you know, throughout history and they've been able to control armies, they've been able to control cities, towns, they've been able to control and take over countries but they weren't able to control themselves. Hmm. That's why they all failed. <laughs> it's the truth. Mind man. blown. Yeah. You've got to overcome yourself. The greatest control you can have as an individual is over your, is over who you are. It's understanding what you're good at, what you're not good at. It's understanding your strengths and your weaknesses, your fears and you know, your successes. Like it's so important to be able to know who you are and what you're about. You know, in Latin, it's temet noche, I believe. And that means know thyself. And it's all about knowing who you are. You know, knowing and understanding who you are is the key because 
if you know, then you, you won't be vulnerable to the enemy, whoever that enemy is, whether it's your yeah, mom. Do you, do, you think, do you think it's fair to say a lot of people don't know exactly who they are? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Dude, how many times have I said this? I mean, you know, we live in a world right now where you're just constantly, you know, told what to be. No one's asking you who you are from little kids, little kids. This is why, you know, for anyone out there who's listening, let's get personal, right? I don't know that my kids watch TV. <laughs> That's the truth. I know as a filmmaker what it's like um, sitting here at a, uh, at a little computer and being able to put together things that can make people feel a certain way. I know what that does. I know the power in that. And, I, you know, it was very important for me with my, with my kids when, when they were very little. My wife and I, you know, we decided we weren't going to have them watch television because I knew what the commercials would do. Commercials are made um, to take money out of your pocket and to buy shit you don't need, <laughs> you know? So I didn't want my kids to have that. I want them to be free thinkers. But for the most part, you know, we're grown up. We're growing up. We're taught at a very, very early age you know, by our environment, by the people that love us, by the people around us, by other human beings who are also broken, and that big, beautiful box in our living room that's constantly on, whether it's television shows or commercials, telling us what we need, what we need, what we need, what we need. It never asks us, what do you need? Hmm. So, you know, I think that, yes, I think that to answer your question, I would say that a mass amount of people, yes, a majority of the world is struggling with understanding who they are, which is why we're in a place right now that is so friggin' confused because people don't know who they are. So therefore, they're just being whatever they're told, what they think, what they should be. Um, but they're not, they're not given those tools at a very early age to say like, yo, you know, who are you? What are you about? Um, what are your desires? Um, so, you know, I think that, I think that's why the world is the way it is right now. You know, I think, I think it's, there's this huge spirit of confusion out there. Oh, so other than, other than keeping your children away from the TV and keeping them away from that, what other things can we do to help our children to really know, you know, know themselves? Mm. I think that, um, I think that's something that we can do. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before. You've heard me say it where it's like, we're all broken. Our parents, our parents ruined us. We're going to ruin our kids. Like, that's just, that's just the, the cycle of things because human beings are broken. And so, um, you know, I think it's about, it's really about coming back to that, that idea of love and sacrifice. You know, I think that love and sacrifice is key. Um, I also think that, you know, understanding discipline, excuse me, is also key. Um, you know, we were talking very, you know, a couple minutes ago about control and being able to control ourselves and being able to have control of ourselves and face, you know, who we are and who we're not. And where do we get that from? Well, we get that from discipline, right? If we're not yeah. disciplined by our parents and we're not told what's right and wrong, it's very, it's very difficult for us to establish that on our own. So therefore, as we continue to grow, we don't really know what's right, what's wrong. We don't have that discipline. Nobody's telling us, yes, no, what's, you know, what's good, what's bad. And so if that's the world we live in and we turn 16, everything's okay. Then we turn 18, everything's all right. 21, whew, no problem. 
things are just getting better. Let's add some alcohol to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then before mm-hmm. you know it, 30 years old, I don't know who I am. I know shit. You don't know who you are. <laughs> you know, uh, you didn't have the discipline. You didn't have the control. And you grew up on, uh, you know, on television. Like, of course, how could you possibly know? I think right. that the answer to that, though, is very, very simple. It's discipline. It's love. It's respect. You know, teaching children about respect and dignity, like that dignity of like the human person is found very, very early in our childhood and in our families. You know, dignity is extended to us and we learn what that means. And we give that back through school, through our peers, through our family, like all of those things, this foundational stuff that we're talking about right now. I'm not, not a psychologist, dude, but it's very simple. It's like the family is completely wrecked right now. It's broken. I come from a broken home. Do you come from a broken home, family divorced? No. You got no. mom and dad together? I do. God bless you. Not me, Dan. I come from a broken family. My wife comes from <clears throat> parents divorced. The reality is, is that we live in a world right now where it's like the foundation of where it all starts is completely broken. And instead of fixing it, we've adapted to the brokenness by saying right. like, you know, and people may not like what I'm about to say, but like, you know, we've adapted to like people saying like, well, I'm mom and I'm dad. Instead of fixing the problem, we're adapting to the problem. The reality yeah. is, is that the foundation of the family is the key to making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's the thing. I mean, that's going to be, that's the norm now. I mean, broken, broken families are, are, are honestly the norm normal now. Um, nobody's working stuff out anymore. They're just kind of giving up and saying, mm. I can't do this. You know, um, mm. sad, sad. I agree. You know, I hope my son, I agree. hope my son got, never has to in. see that. Yeah, man. We got a comment here. It says, I think it is about supporting and letting your kids find themselves at a much younger age without taking things away, letting them learn for themselves what's good and what's bad. Let them live and learn. Let them make the mistakes young so they have many years left to correct them. Well, I wouldn't disagree with letting kids make mistakes. I mean, I tell my kids as they're on their way to school pretty much every day, like, hey, when you get home, I'm going to ask you what mistakes you made. Um, I want them to make mistakes because I don't want them to be subject to the fear of taking risks because that's, that's, that's part of like overcoming things. Um, I don't know. It depends how young they are. Okar. Okar Reinstein is the guy who's writing this. Okar. Yeah. He says, um, you know, without taking things away, letting them learn for themselves, what's good, what's bad. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that depending on how, how young they are. I think that uh, it's important, you know, at a very early age to let kids know what's good and what's bad, because some kids, you know, may think that torturing animals at a very early age is is good because they like that. And I think letting them know that that's not good uh, is part of discipline and direction. And I think that giving them the discipline and direction can help them turn into healthy, uh, healthy kids. I agree. I agree. I also... um... There's a lot. There's a lot to be learned out of making their own mistakes as well at a certain age, uh, I believe. Um, I mean, even I my son. I mean, he goes to preschool and and they have this little this little um, 
box that they get to pick out of. It's got stickers and all that kind of stuff. You know, my son's three years old. And if they're not good, they don't get it. They don't get a prize box. They don't get to go in the prize box. So, yeah. you know, when he comes home from school and he goes, daddy, I got to pick out of the prize box today. And I think it's just affirming them, what, you know, when they're, so when we're, we get angry at our kids and we're like, no, don't do that. We get all kinds of angry and everything. We need to be just as intent when they do something good. Like, oh, good love job. That. Really, Dude. really pat them on the back. I mean. Love that. I think, Shout that from I think the rooftops, that, Eddie. Yeah. I mean, they respond most to that yeah. in, my, in, my, in my experience, you know, because they want that. Yeah, I don't do that enough. I'm going to be honest. I don't do that enough. You know, when my kids mess up or things are not going right, I'm like, no, you know, but I've got to, I've been (laughs) actively seeking that when they do something good, like to be over proud of them. Like I want to tell them when they do something good, I want to be just as dramatically happy for them as I was dramatically not so happy when they did something wrong. Yeah. I think you taught me that. I won't lie to you. We had a conversation about this so, at some point. Yeah, we did. I'm still working. But I've on implemented it. I'm still it. And on it's, it. it's hey, we all are. We all are. So, back to I choose. <laughs> um. So what's next? Who's up next? Who's coming on next? Next week. Yeah. All right. So yeah, since you asked, and it's just you and me. Um. Let's see. So we've got. Uh, next week is actually, we're going to do, I choose on Wednesday night on Facebook because Thursday is Valentine's day. And I'm going to try and be a good husband. If I can get a babysitter, maybe she's even watching, or if I can get someone to watch the kids, (laughs) otherwise I'm going to have to pick another date. But so on the 13th is going to be the next Facebook, I choose series live. Um, and we're doing, we're interviewing a woman by the name of Jacqueline Roof who I had an opportunity to speak to, and she's awesome. She tells this amazing story about uh, facing her fears and, uh, and going into like a cage fight, a six-minute hand-to-hand combat wow. cage fight. <laughs> so it's pretty sick. Then after that, we go back to our reg- regular schedule. We've got uh, Kendall on the 21st. We've got Chocolate on the 28th. We've got um, Ebony on the 7th. And we've got John Spencer on the 14th, Paul Salvatore on the 21st or 28th, and Stephanie Burgos on one of those dates as well. So we are booked all the way through March, man, which is pretty incredible. And then for people who are starting to tune into the Instagram live on the Instagram iTrue series, we've got, we're going to be doing one on the 11th. Um, on, yes, Monday the 11th, we'll do our Instagram live, and then we the following week, we go back to Wednesdays, and we've got all the way, jeez, yeah, all the way into all the way into March as well. So, I I can't believe you know just the um, just the progress and just just the gratitude that I feel from like what we've what we've been to accomplish, what we've been able to accomplish so far together, man. It's just been incredible. Yeah, I um, you know, I, I actually showed the video to um, and showed the I Choose campaign to a couple different people this week. One person in particular, a good friend of mine, who's um, just kind of starting, just starting his rehabilitation process, just got out of prison. Um, you know, he's around 30 years old, same age as me. Um, 
you know, we grew up running the streets together and all that kind of stuff. And um, I could just kind of feel it in him right now that, that he really wants to give this a shot. I can feel those choices each day for him. Mm. And, um, you know, he got to see the video that you made about me and he was so inspired and touched about it. I almost felt compelled to, to reach out to you and get him on the show. Somebody who's really going through these choices right now. Yeah. Today. Dude, let's, get, in let's the, get them on. They're man. in the dirt and they're in the mud right now. Um, yeah. Because I think for somebody like that who has burnt a lot of their bridges and everything and they feel like they don't really have a voice anymore and they don't really have they, – they have all this stuff to prove, I think it's good to just get those people on and, and let them have their voice. Yeah. And let 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 the world know how they're feeling. Um, but I'm really excited for him. So if you're watching Justin, keep rocking it. Um, I know you can do it. Make make each choice every day, man. Um, and you'll get there. I mean it's all it's all just a series of choices for me. That's what it's been for me. It's been those little choices each day. Each day we're faced with choices that we have to make, whether we're gonna go left or we're gonna go right. Yeah. And one of them's gonna feel worse than the other and it's usually the right choice that's gonna feel worse um because sometimes we just got to get uncomfortable and we got to make those hard choices i mean i i found comfort i find comfort in the uncomfortable positions because that's where i find growth today and that's how i've gotten to the where, point where where i am today is by just getting comfortable in the uncomfortable positions i mean just like i mean the the last couple shows i mean the girl who lost all that weight, I mean, she had to make those choices each day to do the uncomfortable and not pick up, you know, what she wanted to eat and everything. Dieting's not, not fun. Like, yeah. I love pizza. I love it. <laughs> like, like, I love it. Yeah. And, um, and she made herself uncomfortable and she got comfortable in that uncomfortability and now she's inspiring others and, and she's completely changed her life. And I just feel like Justin's going through those choices right now. And um, I think we should get him on one of these days. And uh, listen, if he's open to it, man, and he's, and he's, and he's into it, I think it would be great to have him on here. Um, again, you know, it's about the support and the community. And every week I see like the growth, just going, growing and growing. And, you know, I feel like by coming on this show and, you know, having, having the platform to just kind of like talk about your story out loud with someone else mm -hmm. in this setting can be really, really therapeutic. Let's you find out who you really are. Yeah. Thanks everybody for tuning in to the I2 series podcast. Uh, we have a lot of things changing and going on right now. So the updates for this are going to be a little sporadic for a bit here, but that's just because we're growing and we're, we're making some big changes here. So thank you again so much for tuning in. Please share this with your family and friends, anyone that you think would get some value from our, from our iChoose series. And uh, yeah, see you next episode.